Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. That's great. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Howdy. And we are here tonight with our good friend, Mike Massey. Sarah's work in the squeeze box. Dan is right from the farm. Zeus says worry about springtime. Georgia's on slides rumble. Won't you come along singing on the song? The night is young and the band is going strong. Take me by the hand, I'll make you understand. It's about the letter of the moon. Junior's trying the guitar. My last thing you do. Elvis waiting for Johnny. The night's long as we speak. Won't you come along, sing another song? The night is young and the band is going strong. Dear my mother, and I'll make you understand. It's about the letter of the moon. Everyone is sleeping. Just think of what they're Young and a band is going strong. Take me by the hand, I'll make you understand. It's about the love of the moon. Won't you come along, sing another song? The night is young and a band is going strong. Take me by the hand, I'll make you understand. It's about the love of the moon. 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 Thanks. <laughs> Have you ever recorded that with like a big band and singers and sort of, but uh, yeah. it'd be really fun to do. Yeah, it, it would. I can hear the Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, <laughs> yeah it's, at Randy Green's, in fact, a, a pseudo background vocal like that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> is it, so is that a not a newer song? That is not a newer song. I decided to do something I knew to open with. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh-huh. So tonight you're going to be playing a bunch of new ones. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous, I have to admit. No. Tiny, just a tiny bit nervous. Oh, stop it. Right. <laughs> Mr. Mike Massey. I was excited about playing some songs that I've literally never played in public before. Woo! So. That's mm. great. That's great, though. That's very... Um, that's what this show is about, too, I, I think, you know, at its best a lot of times, is letting her hang out there, you know? Here Easy you for you go. to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I can just we can sit and watch. But that is that is a, a, a wonderful thing for the audience and for listeners too. You know, this, there's this spontaneity. We've talked about that with other people. This this thing about you know the, some songs that you've played a lot, and you know, and we can sp speak from experience. You know, um, even your favorite songs 
after a while, you, you know, it's, there's some edge that's not, you, you can never get back that edge that you had the first five times you played it. Right. Whatever that was. That was called what fear. It, fear. Fear. Yeah. yeah. Part of it. yeah. <laughs> that's but what I'll, I smell. No. I, I, part of the edge, too, is, is wondering what the reaction will be. Yeah. You know? Right. So, yeah. Good or bad. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we will, <laughs> won't we? If you don't know Mike, and we've known Mike for quite a long time, we've been good friends, and, and Mary and I have done a lot of, well, work on one of the albums. You have three albums out, three critically acclaimed albums. Um, piano, more a classical, uh, well... Original. Yeah, be, be careful how you say a pianist, mm-hmm. is, the fir- is the first Attack of the Delicious, which Mary and I are on, yeah. phenomenal album, big that was really fun. production... Um, and the present, which is uh, um, holiday music, and Mike presents has that you've presented at least two shows now, I think that are big shows around mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. here at the Brink Lounge, yeah, and elsewhere I think. Right? Yeah, and the Cabin Mamar. Right. Yeah, it's that's fun around the holiday time. It's a, an elegant evening. Yeah, you know how to put on a show, my friend. You do. Been doing it a long time, yeah. my friend. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about uh, that show you were on? What show? Oh, oh, well, that show. Oh, I've that got all show. the notes here. We know. That show. It wasn't the gong show. It was... Uh, it? Almost. Oh, Star Search. Oh, the Star Search. Yeah. Oh, really? You, you want to know about that? that? You guys oh, Ed McMahon, God rest his soul. He just... Uh, yeah. The iconic Ed McMahon, yeah. He only came out of his dressing room to tape and stayed there with... Yeah. Oh, really? Well, everybody else was rehearsing. Yeah, we did uh, with a band called Boys in White in 1986. I did. Uh, we did Star Search in L.A., which uh, we lost our first show, but they paid us a lot of money for an hour, a minute and thirty seconds to be there on. There you go. <laughs> and I got money for reruns. <coughs> Surprise check in the mail. What's this for? <laughs> but wow. wasn't it better to have not won Star Search than uh, to have won? I mean, wasn't it sort of the kiss of death to your career at the time to actually win it? I seem to recall something to that effect. Well, everybody that lost liked to think that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's where lost. it came from. That means from. We're, our, 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 our credibility is intact. That's a yeah. good yeah, rumor to put out there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I get such a kick out of uh, um, looking at, you know, y- your past career is really, really interesting because you were, it was rock and roll, you know, and you were the lead singer. And I remember, uh, you know, talking to you about the move, you know, studying to be a lead, to be in that role. I think a lot of people think, oh, you just, well, you go up there and you sing and you, it's like, yeah, there's more to mm. it than that. Oh, you study moves, you study how to banter with the audience, you study the different size stages to make yourself, you know, uh, uh, available. ironically, uh, Cheap Trick played at the Barrymore last night and, and mm-hmm. we did open for Cheap Trick in some big halls in the, uh, back in the day. Yeah. Um, what was that like? It was fun. Yeah. It was very fun. But uh, they're still doing it. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. still doing it. Well, they're Rockford-based, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. I remember seeing some video of, of uh, the Rolling Stones playing some Coliseum. And, you know, we have this image of what they look like from the front. And rarely do we get to see what it's like for them actually on stage. You see a few blips here and there. Yeah, from their point of view. Yeah. And... And a lot of those stages, or this one, was canted, right? So it's actually, how many, is that pretty common with big uh, festivals, big big show stages like in stadiums and stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Because, I mean, I, I didn't know that. And I, you, I'm sure that's something you'd have to get used to. You no, know, canted you're... doesn't have anything to do with a cantata. It just means the stage is angled. Just for, you know, because I had to think about it for a minute. And I just canted? wanted to... You canceled. I've been wanting to yeah. use that word today okay. all day long. More than anything else, for someone that's not used to playing a stage that size, is getting used to the actual size of it. Uh-huh. Because uh, at the time, I played keyboards and was lead singer, so I had cues to come over to the keyboards and play a certain part and then be back in front. It's like 50 times the length <laughs> to run to get to the mic. You know? it's, uh, but that's half the excitement, isn't it? I mean, for the audience, they want to see that movement. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the terror. I'm not going to make my cue. <laughs> did you ever not make your cue? First time I did not make my cue. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Then I, then I uh, yeah, gave myself more time and ran faster. <laughs> you came in halfway through the lyric, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, what the heck is he talking about? <laughs> I couldn't understand it anyway. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> so, what's say? What, what do you have? What do I have? Yeah, what you got? What you got? Well, I think maybe I'll play this piano one first before right. I get brave enough for the guitar. <laughs> I wrote this song, actually, I went to see Coldplay at the Bradley Center in Milwaukee and wrote this song when I got home. Um, not that it sounds like Coldplay, but it was just kind of inspiring. Envious of the water dripping slowly down Curious appointment, scream without a sound. I want more, I can't tell more. My love has hit a wall. I want more, I can't have more. It's time to say. Wish I could know what you're thinking When you float away sometimes I wish I could know I wish I could know I could play a rhapsody with you Too sadly true Different movements touch and tempo Silence breaks in two I want more, I can't have more I feel you cast your spell I want more, I can't have more It's time to say farewell I wish I could know what you're thinking When you float away sometimes I wish I could know I wish I could know I wish I could know what you're thinking When you flick that far away look I wish I could know I wish I could know You paralyze me As your eyes make Love to every part of me Imagine finding Cracks in the sky with Different days, one for the real world, one for ours. I want more, I can have more. 
My love has hit a wall I want more, I can't have more It's time to say farewell I want more, I can't have more I feel you cast your spell I want more, I can't have more It's time to say farewell I wish I could know what you're thinking When you float away sometimes I wish I could know I wish I could know I wish I could know what you're thinking When you get that far away look I wish I could know I wish I could know I wish I could know what you're thinking I wish I could know I wish I could know Kind of an odd song, isn't it? Kind of a different type a of song. song. Like it's it. unlike stuff that I've written in the past. So I, I love the melody. I like the, I like the way yeah. it moves, but... Uh, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. <laughs> First time ever played in public, that song is right just now. Very nice. A debut. So I'm honored of these debuts here tonight. That's great. What, what is strange about the song to you? I mean, just as a songwriter, you say it's different. Lyrically um, or? The whole thing, the whole thing, the structure is a little bit weird, and maybe it was inspired by Coldplay, seeing you know twenty thousand people go nuts over that. But it's, yeah, uh, it, it's even very different to go, you know, that, that from an A flat to an E. It's like, huh? It's could, just, could you play that again? So yeah. It's very dark. Yeah. Uh, but the song doesn't seem that dark. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's cool. The lyrics are kind of nonsensical. They, they, the lyrics are, are kind of more syllabic yeah. and, and phonetic, and just the way they sounded, the way the words just fit the melody. So. Is that how you wrote it? Do, do you often write lyrics that way? We a lot know of the time, I'll come up with the melody and, and do that and, and yeah. come up with different vowel sounds and things, and it, it's amazing sometimes how it's kind of the words just fall in. Sometimes the words are first, sometimes, okay. and then that's a whole different way of writing. Yeah. But, uh, right. When you actually have, you have a lyrical theme in mind, obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, the chorus of that one, I, I don't know, I think good songs, a lot of good songs, um, um, maybe are a little less specific and so that they can mean different things to different people. Mm -hmm. Because it is still ultimately up to the listener as to what they think they're hearing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interpretation of it, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you do this, I mean, since they're so new and you're presenting them on solo, solo piano and solo guitar, do you have a concept already of like maybe ultimately how you want them to be in the studio? Well, I, when I say this is the first time that song has been performed live, I played it when I wrote it, and I added drums, and I added bass, mm. and I added string, and I and <clears throat> added background vocals and counter melodies in the background vocals. I have a version of that okay. at home, you right. know, which may or may not be the ultimate production the way it ends up, but uh, I think it's, it's more fun now to see this stripped down like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I almost like it better stripped down than what I did with it initially. 
I've so. heard this, and you, you could probably answer this as, as, as well as anybody, because I know you've, you've been in the music business for a long time and seen a lot of the ins and outs of the industry, like working with producers and, and, and with record labels. And, and uh, I've heard m so often now that producers, when you want to get, uh, give them a new song, it's almost better to give them in a raw state so that they can um, have their own ideas about it, essentially. And I think that the, uh, a lot of maybe more fledgling songwriters tend to be like, well, I got to give them this big production. It's like, well, not necessarily. No, probably. Yeah. Probably much better stripped down. Because, and actually, every producer would have their own vision as well. Yeah, so. yeah and, right. And if you, if you put it into a, if you kind of pigeonhole it the way you want to hear it, it's going to be a lot harder for them. They may not like that production, whereas if it's They'll a have to like deconstruct it in order to mm -hmm. reapply yeah. their ideas. And they don't have time to do yeah. that. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't have time for you. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really would rather you were not there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and would not bother them. Yeah, yeah. that's the truth. <laughs> but, Isn't that why we all... Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Why we're in this one. Our own stuff. Yeah. Oh, what a great business we're in. But you've written and collaborated on, uh, on so many different songs with other people as well of your own. I mean, we know you, and this is another, another aspect, I mean, of original material, but also um, working, on, working with commercial, working on commercials and writing original music for, for commercials, not just on, well, all over, the, on video, film, um, you know, uh, Mike has many uh, awards for Addies, they call them Addies and Tellies and Wave Awards, there are three different kinds, lots of... Um, and people in Madison have definitely yeah. heard tons of things you've written without knowing it because of ads. Like for UW yeah. Hospital, Oscar Mayer, CUNA, Country Kitchen, that was a long time ago, mm. uh, New Balance, American TV, when we just saw you on the ad with John Irvin. <laughs> selling things, furniture the things you do for money oh of course of course that was John funny. called me and, and said I need a favor <laughs> John Urban has his own show here in Madison called the Urban Theater it's, uh, it's on channel channel 3 and dash 2 or channel 14 yeah and, uh, that's a great show they have a lot, of, a lot of local artists on yeah we were just on there last week with, a, with the Bob Westfall band Anyway, anyway, but, yeah, so advertising, I wanted to ask, and I know that you've got a love, I don't know if it's a hate relationship, but a love, <laughs> um, tolerate <laughs> well, eh. relationship with, yeah. the with that particular industry, which obviously is, um, helps pay the bills, but. That industry has changed dramatically since <clears throat> the mid-90s and late 90s. It, it, it was, uh, because of the advent of the garage bands of the world and, and uh -huh. things that people can throw together loops now um, and, and come up with a, an ad that costs nothing. Yeah. So it is, it is devalued, really, original music for advertising. And, and plus the fact that at, at a larger level, you're seeing hit songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s that are going into advertising and, and people are just paying for the rights. They're just licensing them yeah. and using them, yeah. And ironically, too, there have been hit songs that have broken from ads. I mean, the people just take full songs and they'll take the chorus yeah. and use it for whatever reason. But, and every once in a while, there's a budget for something original, but uh, not so much anymore. I did a, a, a really rockin' uh, music bed for a Mercury Marine boat and motors uh, oh, okay. last year, <laughs> which, was, which was really fun to do, but uh, 
Not so much. I mean, uh, Dave Adler and I were talking about that. Another yeah. illustrious, very, very illustrious composer, and uh, he, you know, that that kind of stuff has really, really slowed down a lot. It's so weird in a way that you'd think, with all the access that we have now with the internet, that it would be that people would be hungry for something new, but they seem to be hungry for the old stuff and access to it mm -hmm. instead. <laughs> On a fun note, no. Yeah, yeah, sorry about yeah. that. No, but, no, 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 that's that's the truth, um, or that that is a truth. That is that is a part of a, a um, an insight into the industry from people that are doing that, or from that aspect of it, for sure. To, to take your yeah. your love hate thing a little bit farther, one step farther, where okay. you're going with that. <laughs> go with it, run, run, uh, go for it. Yeah. It's definitely a love hate. I mean, yeah. it, you can you can work for a, a long, long time in the studio for a thirty second bit, but and then yeah. all of a sudden this enormous amount of money comes your way that, as a musician, you don't even. You didn't yeah. expect. <laughs> it's like what? You're gonna pay me that much? For uh -huh. that? Well, that's what's disappeared anyway. But. Yeah. Uh, but back then, it, it, you, you love it because of that reason, because it, it makes you money that you didn't realize you could make, but uh, mm -hmm. then you hear it over and over again, and then other musicians looking at it, oh yeah, there's that guy that does jingles. There's uh -huh. that guy, then that, and so you're pigeonholed that way again. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there, but you know, part of, part, of them, part of what they're thinking too is, oh man, how do I get into that? Yeah, part of it, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I mean, and we've been lucky enough to have been there uh, and done, and, and Mike has hired Mary and I over the years for, for quite a few different things, and it's been fun to watch these develop in the studio sometimes. I mean, you, you come in pretty much, you know, knowing, having the music written already, but I, I know that there have been times, too. It's interesting watching you work with clients. <laughs> there are quotation marks around the word client? Yeah, yeah. right. And, uh, well, the, the fun part is that, in for general, the most part, clients, are non-musicians. Yeah, they're non-musicians, and they... They use descriptive words that we have to translate into musical terms to describe what they want. And that's, you know, we don't want to laugh at them, but we yeah. do secretly go in the back room and go, did you hear that? Like with, without <laughs> naming, Just a little bit. Without you know. naming names, uh, can you think of, what, like, what, what's the, the strangest situation that you can think of, or the most obscure thing that you were asked to do where you're just like, I, I have no idea what they're talking about. I I'm think gonna... somebody said once they wanted it to sound yellow or something like that they, you know I, I want this to sound more yellow and my, my look must have been like huh? just really didn't understand yeah, eventually yeah. I think we did I, I think you guys might have been there for I, that think, one. I think we were <laughs> that sounds familiar uh, <laughs> yes I think I looked at you and said uh, help me out here yeah uh -huh. and I think sometimes though people uh, people in that position I th the analogy, too, being, i.e., any listener out there maybe intuitively knows things that we you maybe use in our songwriting, but that work for them, even if they maybe can't describe it. Like, oh, yeah. Usually know? it's that what they're trying to describe is a really a pretty good idea because we're all creative human beings. And, you yeah, know, like, blah, like blah, can blah. you end that phrase but, going up where you really weren't hearing in that way, but they want to hear it like this because it does something. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does for something them for them. them. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. have those focus groups. They don't have that for... You know, focus focus, yeah. and, We're going to start a Mantis well, Life focus group. Hello. <laughs> It'll be after the shows later at night, involving probably pitchers of beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So everybody's invited to the focus group. Yeah, focus group. Focus uh, in quotation. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Hey, what about the song that involves the word blue? Oh, you want to do that? I want to do that. Sure. Yeah. 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 We've okay. got an inside scoop on a tune named with a blue in it. Speaking of colors. Oh. <laughs> Did we get you off the set list? No, no, I have no set list. Oh, amen. No, oh, we love you. Really no set list. I don't know how many we we're going to do or when. Or... <gasps> it's a guitar. Ooh, it's uh, guitar. Hmm. It's a Kramer. This is a prototype guitar that uh, they never made. I apologize for my lyrics, but that these are all so new that... Uh, um, I usually apologize after I sing them. <laughs> oh. So what's our part again? The song, the, the song is, is the, the, the terminology blue doesn't necessarily need to be sad. It doesn't, you know, you think blue and you think blues and you think, you know, oh, I'm blue. And, uh, so how does that relate to yellow? <laughs> blue and yellow make green. Oh. Oh. Ah. 
Thank you. At one point in there, I just heard that the drums would go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anna, oh, good. Your little daughter. Did you ever play drums? I'm a closet drummer. Yeah. I got my 10 year old, that's what she's talking about, a 10 year old. It's my wife, Robin, by the way. Hey, Robin. A uh, ten-year-old dr- daughter is a drummer now. Oh wow! wow. Well, so that's I'm, right. You I'm did playing it. A kid. Yeah. Here. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I, I've uh, yeah I've played drums on, on recordings, but never live. Yeah. So I don't play guitar much live either. So. Has Anna played on any recordings with you yet? She's sung on recordings. Awesome. Yeah. 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 This yeah. thing not badly out of tune. No. Okay. It's a little out of tune. <laughs> <laughs> It's rock and roll, man. You know, yeah. if it's too in tune, you know, it's... Uh, too perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I play fiddle, you know. No frets. You don't, don't, people don't expect it to be absolutely in tune unless you're Itzhak Perlman. Yeah. Uh, right? No. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, we were talking before the show, too, about kind of reinventing ourselves a little bit. And I, you've had, a, you've had a, an illustrious career, a wonderful career, mostly playing piano. Now you're playing guitar. You've played guitar before, though, too, right? I mean, I know you've performed some on guitar. Very little. Yeah? Very, very little. That's great, though. I yeah. love that. Just a new, a new sound for you, a new... Um... We talked about this a little bit earlier, too, yeah. is, is writing differently on guitar than, mm-hmm. than... I mean, I've written 300 songs on piano. Yeah. And uh, it's just a whole different rhythmic structure and a whole different way of writing. Yeah. yeah. And I figured, because my skills are remedial on guitar, <laughs> I sound really current, because most of the new, <laughs> new guys don't play that well. So I sound really... Oh, yeah, he sounds like a new artist, yeah. Direct all emails to MikeMassey.com. <laughs> there, there's some truth to that, though, there for really sure. There is. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the young bands, I mean, they, they have this... Yeah. There's a certain groove in sound, I think, partially is because their abilities just aren't that good, just like yeah. mine aren't. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you, there's no denying some stuff like, I mean, for crying out, the, the Ramones. You know, you can't... Undeniable. I don't really want to hear them play jazz. No, no. You know, I just... you know here's a point too. Yeah. You know, you talked about the Rolling Stones earlier. Yeah. There's no band in the world better than be at being sloppy and making it good than the Stones. Yeah. Cheap Trick is second. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound really good. The sloppiness of their yeah. playing. Yeah. Because it hap- It's. I mean, it's maybe a... it's calculated sloppiness. Absolutely. I don't know. Now, wouldn't you say big but... difference though between I mean, we're talking, that's like a 60s, 70s sound, more or less, right? That was 60s, 70s rock, was not about being ultra, ultra tight, tight for the most part. I mean, obviously, there were a few bands, a few bands, like Rush, or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? But, but the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't go, we can't do that. <clears throat> no covers. I used to play Tom Sawyer in a band in high school. <laughs> you sang it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. No, no. No? I, no? Oh, okay. I sounded like Kermit the Frog in high school. I, I, did, I sang James Taylor in that band, and, and they'd call me Kermit. <laughs> Actually, there's a great James Taylor. Did you see that? It was on public television. James Taylor's concert, solo concert in uh, some old uh, theater in uh, uh, Connecticut. Wherever it is he lives. I'm not sure. But it was great. Wonderful. Anyway, anyway the point. 
60s, 70s. But then going into the 80s, that, that was a total other thing, right? Ooh, I mean, that was yeah. not about slop at all. That was all... It was about sequencing and synths and, yeah. and making everything perfect and A440 and yeah. 120 beats per minute. and yeah. But there's an element of that now, too, though. There's this whole... You guys have heard this, and, you know, like... Share right that some of the famous country vocals now are like they have this thing Ooh. where it's called auto tuning, and so when you hear the the voice go, ah, I can't even do it right. It's um, it takes your pitch of your voice, yeah, and and squares it off. It nails the pitch, so you end up sounding like a robot or it something. Sounds robotic, but yeah. it's the sound. It's this cool sound that people like. It won't last. Well, there's always that mixed with a, like with a folk revival, you know? So you got pretty much True. two yeah. far edges of the spectrum. Yeah, but that stuff, I mean, you're talking about the 80s and, and how, yeah. how technical it got and how synth it got, and, and our own Butch Vig helped a lot right. to erase that with the grunge in the early 90s. And, that, you know, and that turned that around. It yep. really made it And then it came back way. in with garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh, imagine the that. whole techno thing. Yeah. Sort of. But in a different way. <laughs> wow. Boy, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall. We heard a few stories about garbage early on. We're talking about reinventing ourselves here, so it kind of goes, goes to that subject. I remember hearing some stories about like one of the garbage's first shows at Shank Hall in Milwaukee when they were still working out the details of this incredibly complicated electronic, you know, uh, digital switching Computers systems and stuff. And Computers. And, you know, and having a show where you could work out some glitches and things go wrong, you know, before you get to the big stadium show. But how complicated, you know, and how... Uh, I remember having shows, you know, and I've got a bunch of silly wires and cords on the floor, having shows, opening big shows for people where, you know, boom, the light's on, and, no, you know, sound check, everything's fine, and then, no, nothing, nothing. And so... You're on your knees in front of 1,000, 2,000 people trying to find which stupid cord is not plugged in all the way. And it's just the way it yeah, goes. Yeah, we never really had roadies. No, we don't have roadies. No. <laughs> you used to have roadies, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so did I. <laughs> I know what happened actually, the days. roadies, that was actually the sound guy's other <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was doing Triple M in the morning once with... Yeah. Uh, Jonathan and Kitty and, and doing live piano and singing a song after Attack had just been released. And, okay, you're on. And I started playing nothing. It sounded like this. To me, but it was going live over the air. Yeah. I'm hearing nothing. Oh, man. So, yeah. So you, you, so you played through and just put your fingers in the right spots. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear it back? Mm-mm. <laughs> Some things sure you don't I really wanted to. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, why don't you do another song for us? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Should I tune this thing? Yeah. If, if you yeah. want to. Yeah. Oh. A little flat. This is where your, your guitar techie comes out on stage and hands right. Fresh Where's guitar. Rick Nielsen, the guy? Right? That's 
sorry I teach guitar lessons. I'm sorry. I, I tune like 40 kids' guitars a week. Mary's the one on stage with all of her bands where the guitar players understand that if she's standing to their left, she will reach over and tune their guitar for them. <laughs> I sneak over. Look over there! <laughs> I really like this song a lot. It's also produced, and I produced it really heavy. Lost here late at night, darkness has fallen, swallowed the light. Failing, seeing, madness is near. Give me a reason to deny. Hope is just a word, heaven just another story. Let me help you realize nothing is for sure. Good night, my angel. Lay down your head. No time for sorrow. God's not quite dead. Let me love you again and again. Give me a reason to deny. Hope is just a word. Heaven's just another story. Let me help you realize nothing is. Come lift me up, carry me home, show me the world keeps spinning, damage is done, captures my soul, show me that love keeps winning. Conquers anger, sadness kills fear. Faith lost the answer, it's found in a tear. Dreaming, believing, makes grief disappear. Give me a reason to deny. Hope is just a word, heaven just another story. Let me help you realize nothing is for sure. Outside the door. You know, that reminded me of Heart. The band Heart. Really? Yeah. I could totally see them doing that song, too. I'd like them to do that song. A lot, in fact. <clears throat> On the next know, album. Yeah. We'll send them a note. I am going to shop this one. Yeah. There's a couple that I want to shop that are. Yeah. yeah. Do you. Oh, I like the, the last chord, too. Very. Because you were talking about it's like, it's, it's very. It's, it's sort of minor ish, and then it ends on this major chord. And mm -hmm. 
I mean, you could have gone the other way. You could have gone could've. to the dark side. But well, it is about hope, isn't it? I mean, yeah. so. so I when, hope in a really minor key would be weird. <laughs> it's sort of like you can't play a sad song on a banjo sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Right, you can't. Can oh, you? that's not true. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you to prove it, but you don't have a banjo with you. so. No. It would be very sad if I played the banjo. <laughs> have, you, have you thought of some other instruments? I mean, other than, other than guitar, like in terms of... No. No. <laughs> no. no, drums a little bit. Right. Saxophone would be hard to sing at the oh, same yeah, time. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I brought an accordion. Right. 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 Would you like okay. to play it? Uh, probably not. not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I kind of I've tried numerous times on accordion. I, yeah. I can't get the coordination between right. the squeezing and yeah. the I'll work and... the bellows. If yeah? You, yeah. No, mm. no, right. no. No. Okay. <laughs> I try. I, I, bring it, I bring it on the show just wondering if anyone at some point will go, hey, well, give me that thing. I'll, uh... Maybe I will. <laughs> Maybe. That's okay. Yeah, but with those guys and watch them panic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Most people do panic at the sight of an accordion. So. Yeah. It's not, yeah. not far off. Hey, I noticed on the website too, uh, Mike also does score, a lot of scoring for coming up with, uh, um, uh, well, well, parts, scoring for music for video and radio and, radio and film. What have you, some film work that you've done? The aforementioned John Urban. Is it, is it yeah. aforementioned or aforementioned? Um, Previously? Yeah. yeah, I know, but what's the pronunciation? What's the correct pronunciation? God, I no idea. I could Either call my mom, but I turned off my cell phone. I've always phone, wondered so. that. Anyway, a aforementioned. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, there's a third one. I don't know. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, John Urban did a short film for the Wiskino Film Festival. Yeah. So they, they literally had to do it overnight. One of the things is 24 hours, I believe, is the is the time period. So he would be sending me clips on the internet, and I'd be plugging it into my Pro Tools and scoring it as we went. So that was very cool. That was very yeah. Funny. I did a, a movie from a, a, a woman in Denver, did a short film, too, called Terminal Vigilantes, and it was about people in a nursing home that were, that were <laughs> taking care of the neighborhood. <laughs> it was very funny. Where can we see that? Is that a blockbuster? Show, yeah, right. <laughs> in the not-rented-very-often section. Uh, yeah. It's on my website. Uh, how did you go about doing that? I, I have this vision of... Uh, um, uh, well, oh, crap, I can never remember the guy's name. There's a guy... Great. Daniel Lenoir, that's it. I've mentioned on the show before, but he bought this old porn theater in Spanish, in a Spanish part of uh, It's LA. no longer a porn theater. It is no longer right. a porn theater. That's a very important note. He uh, bought it and turned it into a studio. In a studio, right. And so he has the different settings. So the control booth is right in the middle of the room. It's not isolated. And he'll have like a couch setting over here, you know, with a couple amps and the drum setting over here. But... Primarily, it still has the film, it has the, the screen, because it used to be a theater, and that's what he used to, to score. So he'd actually have this, whatever film footage they have up on the big screen while he's like working up stuff. But I thought, that's really, that's really imaginative. How cool It's is that? science fiction to me, I mean, yeah. to, to do that stuff. Because, I mean, I've got a 24-inch flat panel and a 20-inch yeah. flat panel, and I put the, the board on one and the, and the film on the other, yeah. and, I can, and they sync, and I can stop it, and, you know, and it, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing to me growing up in this industry and, and spending thousands and thousands of dollars for one song in the studio yeah. to now being able to do a song at home in my home studio 
uh, bounce it down to an MP3 and email it anywhere around the world. Yeah. From yeah, home. that's a little that's, different that's than a science fiction to me. Four track. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That you need a degree to be able to figure out how to use. But you're very good at it. But it comes up in stereo on somebody's computer yeah. in Spain. And right. I was like, yeah. I don't listen to this. Click. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And, well, and, and we're just scratching the surface <laughs> on it. Imagine what true. 15, 20 years from now will be. That's, we can't. I, well, I, I, have a, I have a vision of what that's going to be. I, I think, <clears throat> think there will be a, a, a chip. or, or I, I'm hoping that we have electrodes attached to our foreheads or something. Because you know, then you'll know that at least something's going on. Sort of like the people that have the cell phone thing in their ear and you don't see it and they're talking and you think they're talking to you. Or you to know? themselves. And you have no they idea should, what they're or talking Or themselves, about. right. Yeah. You think they're crazy. <laughs> so at least have something that you can see, you know, wires sticking out of your forehead so that you know they're... And that way we don't actually have to talk to each other in person anymore right. at all. Even if you're right in Yeah, front we of could still call each other and look yeah. off at other things. It's coming, Mike. It's Visual coming. art might get really big then, you know, if we're all kind of... Imagine the traffic jams and, and yeah. the accidents. Yeah. Well, nobody needs cars anymore. All right. Uh, right. Moving sidewalks. Yeah. yeah. What happened to Heck, that? you just need a whole bunch of easy chairs and... That, uh, that vibrate or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. Wow. Wow. This is good water. a song about that. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. You have to do that robotic vocal thing in it. In yeah, the, oh yeah. yeah. I can't even imitate that. Can you imitate no. that? No. You're right though, Cher was first with it. Yeah. She was yeah. First. Andy, you don't happen to have an auto tuner in your rack out there, do you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you have? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's on my channel, isn't it? On the violin. Okay. That's what I, <laughs> I knew it. You use well, it for got, me when I talk, don't you? We've got time for a couple more tunes. Do you have a couple, a couple? more? Yeah. yeah. Is that cool? In a sense, flies. Unusual. Surprise. I needed you last night Thought I played it safe Make me feel alive Take me, take me, take Walk across the bridge I wander down the road Damned your innocence Give me more and more and more Are falling out. Tentative doubt. I played it in my mind. That simple little kiss, a roller coaster ride. I never expected this We're cut from the same cloth What you say I feel Deflecting guilt with joy Only eyes that speak I walk across the bridge I wander down the road I run across the bridge 
across the bridge I live to see another day Secret softness hides the skew away I feel your heart The wind on my face Does it make believe I can act or in a play? I needed you last night Thought I played it safe Make me feel alive Take me, take me, take Walk across the bridge I wander down the road Down your innocence Give me more and more and more I've played it in my mind That simple little kiss A roller coaster ride I never expected this We're cut from the same cloth Oh, what you say I feel Deflecting guilt with joy Oh, only eyes to speak I walk across the bridge I wander down the road I run across the bridge I run across the bridge Woo! Yeah. Thank you. I hope you send all of these off to, <laughs> I don't know, I mean to films or to, to producers and things. I, I, that's a, a good point. I am getting more and more heavily involved with broadjam.com. Yeah. And, and I've, I've, at this point, at this, uh, I've got about 90 songs sitting on their website Whoa. that I'm going to actively keep, start submitting to yeah. films and television and, and things. So um, looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. To, and some of the recordings are older, so I'm trying to replace some of the older ones with newer ones. And a lot of the time, they're looking for something that's radio ready, and some of them are not. Right. But I can do that sitting at home. Right. Yeah, so that's different using that service than uh, submitting raw material to a producer. Uh, yes. Because you yeah. need to have that, like you said. Yeah. Hey, now you, uh, you also are doing, in addition to the, the material that we're hearing now, um, you can be heard regularly here in Madison at the Ivory Room. Every Thursday night. Every Thursday with, night. With Francie Phelps, who uh, yeah. was on all the advanced promo to be here with me tonight. But uh, she's, yeah. a, she's not. She's a lovely young lady who sings remarkably well. Yeah, and it's, it's a really fun night because our friend Bruce Geiger, yep. mutual friend, yep. comes down. And so there's this great harmony vocalizing that goes on. And it's, and it's like, it's, it's a piano bar. People piano are sitting bar. around. Voices the all piano. blend really beautifully, too. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's an atypical piano bar, I think. Because, I mean, people are suggesting, obviously throwing up, uh, they're not throwing up, they're uh, tossing suggestions up to the stage. A suggestion is without money on it. A, 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 oh. a request is with money. <laughs> yes, important point. <laughs> more li much more likely to be played. But it's yes. one of those cool yes. places yes. where yes. people actually yeah. sit around the piano. It isn't yeah. a piano bar with a piano player about half a football field yeah. away in the other room. It's... It's which, all right there together. Which and you're makes also really doing cool. some of your originals, which is cool. And the, and the crowd still goes, yeah. So. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they don't. It depends on the crowd. If I have yeah. drunk college students, it doesn't work with the originals. Yeah. <laughs> they want Don't Stop Believing uh -huh. and, and uh, Piano Man. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
No matter what the age, they're going to request Piano Man, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. We, uh, we successfully get, you know, 30 to $40 for that one sometimes. Cool. You know, we say, here's the Piano Man fund. When we see 40 bucks, we'll play it. <laughs> so. Good for you. We got to talk. I got to pick your brain. That's a yeah. really good idea. Yeah. yeah. You're, you've, you're you know, we could, we could set up a tip jar for Freebird. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, yeah. that's what you do. You, first of all, you probably have to learn it because I doubt you know it. Yeah, we'd have, you'd have to get up to $150. Well, there you go. You probably get it some places. Yeah, maybe. Then we'd be in then trouble. Then it would be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're back on the piano. Oh, so any big shows coming up in the next month? Or I, I, You have a lot of things going on on the website. Well, I, I think the, the one thing that I'm excited about doing is, is uh, it's the 11th annual uh, Maggie's Farm is a, is a, a, a concert in a, in a barn south of Madison. Uh, and that's kind of like this. This is one of the joys of playing a show like this is actually playing your stuff and, and hearing the quiet as opposed to the piano bar we just talked about. I mean, you know, half the time I can't hear myself playing because of the crowd. But uh, yeah. there and here, it's so, it's, it's so rewarding and gratifying to play your own stuff and, and hear a pin drop while you're doing it and uh, actually have yeah. honest applause afterward. It's, uh, it's yeah, you're nice doing thing. something worthwhile with your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a change. Yeah. Yeah. So Maggie's Farm. Well, also, you can check MikeMasseyMusic.com with two S's in Massey. MikeMasseyMusic.com. Mm-hmm. You want to take us out with the... Mike's back on the Kurzweil PC2X. 88 keys with lots of dials. Another new one. Okay. This, this song I wrote after watching... Um, what was the title of the movie? Um, a movie about this, the turbulent 60s and growing up in Madison. This, it was a... It brought back a lot of memories for, uh, for my childhood. And Everything's not as it seems Another story hides behind the scenes You can never know Another's hopes and dreams of what we've been through Walk a mile in another man's shoes In my eyes Look through the smile You'll find a child Afraid to cry I am all I'll be hiding there just beneath in my eyes yesterday is still a part of me hard mistakes and simple victories 
Lessons learned that I hope not to repeat In my eyes, under the tears You'll feel the pain of all my years All I have, all I need Mr. Mike Massey. Thanks for having me, Chris Woo! and Mary. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Mike Massey dot, Mike Massey music dot com. Thank you all for coming tonight. It's been Mad Toast Live. You can catch us on madtoastlive.com and on iTunes, the podcast directory. New shows come out every Monday and Thursday. Special thanks to our front of house engineer and producer, Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound. And also our friend Nick helping out. And, uh, Tell 50 of your closest friends. We'll see you next time. Thank you.